0: hey guys welcome back to tackling optimism with a pessimist i'm cam i'm your host (laughs) um today we're doing week number two of the month of gratitude so if you're new to the podcast if this is your first time listening first of all hey welcome Um, You've been caught in the middle of a a little bit of a theme that we're doing for the month of November So each week I go into different aspects of gratitude So if you want to listen to last week's episode, um, just for me to get those uh, listens up um, I discuss gratitude as a whole basically, um, as well as the ways to remind yourself to be grateful It's super cheesy, super cute I I go on this long tangent about how happy I am with my life It's a time um, And I just sort of go on and on It's what I do here So, welcome everyone who has been here before. Welcome. If you're new, welcome, welcome. Um, Today, I sort of switched up my uh, recording space. I'm trying to figure out if I like this more or less. Uh, Normally, I record at my work desk uh, where I typically do like homework, I do, you know, podcast prep, I do uh, writing, you know, that kind of thing. Any like creative outlet, I sort of do at my desk. It's like a second home to me. Um, and today I was feeling a little bit lazy, so I basically prepped and, um, am recording this in bed today, uh, so if the audio is a little bit whack, I'm gonna listen, listen to a bit of it, uh, I typically go unfiltered in these, I edit, I make edits where I know I need to, and then I, I just upload it, because... It's a space for me to just pop off about random things. So what's the point of filtering myself, you know? Uh, Today we're gonna be doing something a little bit different. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like, I I say that every week and it ends up being the same thing every week where I just end up gradually getting into how happy I am and how happy everyone should be in just, like, ways that my self-helpy type thinks that they can help others but i don't know yeah i i just feel like i could talk about all the things that we have to be thankful for for weeks you know i could go on and on about how lucky we are to be living this life and how great it is to be even if we're having like tough times just how great it is to be a part of something so unique as living a life um In this day and age, especially where there's so much social media and there are so many different outlets that can inform you or can harm you, either depends on how you perceive it. But I'm really just great. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just grateful to be living in in an age of social media um, where things could be a lot worse but things are also like we're in such a time of change right now and i know it doesn't feel it feel like it but if we were living in a time that was like 50 years ago and we were like i i don't know if if i was as liberal 50 years ago as i am today um i would hate my life a lot so i would hate everything that i saw i would hate the inequality that i not necessarily experienced, but that I witnessed and that I witnessed my friends going through. And like, I would hate that. So like I said, there's so many reasons for me to be grateful to be living this life, but that's just one of them that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today, but (laughs) it's one of them. Um, I'm going to break down gratitude a little, or yeah, gratitude and thankfulness a little bit today. Um, I'm going to be looking at four separate categories of the little things that we can use to cultivate uh, gratitude and happiness for ourselves and for others. So um, the first one is pretty basic. It's just the little things in gratitude. Um, I know that I talked about this a little bit last week, but the things that we're grateful for don't necessarily have to be major components of our lives, right? Um, So I I know I talked last week a lot about how important it is to be grateful that you have like a family and friends and that you can go to school or work whatever you do or that you can drive like or that you like can go to the gym like things like that and those seem like pretty major components right those seem to be like the things that if you are sitting down at a thanksgiving dinner table and people are like you go around my family does this at least we go around and everybody says something that they're thankful for and i feel like that's pretty common and it tends to be the big things that we aim for. You know, we tend to aim for friends and family. And I'm I, those are things that we should definitely be grateful for and definitely shouldn't take for granted, which I'm, I'm going to get into. But there are so many other little things in our lives that we should also just be happy to have. Um, the more that you do, you know, the more you have to notice to be grateful for. You know, like, the busier you are and the more developed, I guess, your life is, in the eyes of society at least, the easier it is to pick out things that are going really well for you. But it doesn't necessarily have to be big things in order to be important things, if that makes sense. It definitely does make sense. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Um, I feel like a lot of us fall into the trap of caring about the major things that we want, but we forget about the little things that we already have. So for me personally what I want <laughs> is to eventually you know move out of the state because I've I've lived in the same town my whole life and there's nothing wrong with that at all and if people are happy with that life that's great but I want to eventually you know move out of the state and build a different life somewhere else and I sometimes get caught up in that and I mean there's other things I want I want to get my bachelor's degree I want to maybe get my master's I don't know yet probably just my bachelor's um and I want to live a a life of comfort and a life of happiness where I don't have to worry about money and I don't have to worry about being in debt and I don't have to worry about uh, if things are like if I'm going to be able to make rent next month like I want simple things like that like being able to move being able to get my degree being able to pay rent like those all seem like really simple things right but sometimes I get so focused on those objectives and I get so focused on the idea of those things that I forget that there are a lot of little things around me that are really important and not just like I said not just my family or my friends but really tiny things that make my day significantly easier and make my life a lot better. And I don't it's just so easy to forget about those things. You know, there's so many little things to love in the world. And I always forget that where I'm at right now in my life is not going to be where I'm at in a month or in 6 months in a year. Everything changes so fast. I get these um today actually i was telling my my best friend spent the night and i was telling her that uh on my time hop which i don't know if everyone uses that or if it's just me but on my time hop i first of all i got a screenshot of a text thread that um my best friend that uh lives in michigan uh it was a text thread between me and him from five years ago and it was like a screenshot of something that he said where like we were complimenting each other or something like that and it was so weird because it was like I cannot believe that five years have gone by and like he's still a constant in my life whereas this other uh memory that I got on time hop was from a year ago and it was me tweeting about um this boy that I liked at the time and tweeting about how uh my mannerisms began to match his because he would always say like bro and was like that type of guy. And I, when I started liking him, my mannerisms began to match that. And I would say like, bro, like all the time. And, uh, just he was so unorganized and not, I'm not trying to make him sound bad, but, um, he was so unorganized and he was such a like mess, (laughs) I guess. Um, so I, uh, tweeted a year ago about how I woke up with my phone on 20% and I yelled bro at someone in one of my classes, like, like, bro, like, that's crazy. And I tweeted about that a year ago. And it's so weird because that was a year ago. Like, it it feels like it was a lifetime ago that I liked this person and that I was even like trying to become involved with him whatsoever. And it's crazy. It's just, it, time is so weird. And I talk about that all the time. It's one of my like favorite things to talk about. Uh I was watching a YouTube video yesterday. Um, Claudia Sulsky, Soluski, Sulsky, Soluski, something like that. Uh, she did a vlog um where she was answering questions and one of the things that she was talking about was uh the way like something that was really important to her essentially. And she was going into how important it is to take time to notice the things around you and to take time to appreciate the moment that you're in because time goes by so fast, especially if you're ambitious and especially if you are moving towards goals, it just flies by. And I definitely agree with that. I feel like, you know, I'm I'm a sophomore in college and I took a gap year after uh, high school. So I, I mean, you guys know, like I'm 21. Uh, and it feels very weird to me that a year ago I was just a freshman I was like still so nervous to go to class and I was so nervous to at this point in the semester I wasn't but when I first started I was so nervous to begin my future and now I'll be like looking at um my coursework for the next uh like two and a half years or three years ish uh and it just feels so crazy that my life is going to be so different within the next year and a half and that I'm going to be doing an internship or I'm going to be doing, um, just different things for myself that are essentially all to better my future. And I, I just don't have time to waste, I guess. I don't have energy to waste. And yeah. Uh, so (laughs) this is one of those, those rambling moments where I just go on and on, but I got, uh, I got lunch with one of my friend, one of my friends from high school last week or this yeah, this past week. And she was talking about uh, her friends and like things that have changed since high school. And she was just talking about how she has so much to do that she doesn't have time to waste on people that don't match the same energy as her. And I was thinking about it and like I agree 100%. I don't like I would rather be alone in my in my own fortress of like solitude than to waste my time and energy pouring that, you know, empathy and that love into people that are not matching it and that are just trying to get something out of me, whether it be like something tiny or something major. But I just don't, a year ago, I thought I had time for it. A year ago, I was like, oh, like, it's fine. Like they care about me. Like, and then it's like a year later, they don't. And that's fine. But I'm not wasting any more time. None of this has to do with gratitude. I'm just talking to talk at this point. <laughs> but yeah, back into it. Um, like I said, there are so many important little things to be grateful for. And like I was talking about, we have a tendency to get wrapped up in it. And it's just so important to, like Claudia said, like take a moment to stop and breathe for a minute, you know, to smell the roses, as they say, and to just go on walks and to like, to see your friends and to watch that TV show that you love and to just like cuddle up in your bed and eat your favorite food, if that makes you happy, like, but don't take any of it for granted. It's just so important to treat the little things like you're going to be enjoying them for the last time ever and to just live in a, a single moment of bliss while you're staying focused on your goals. It's so important to not let go of that ambition that you have, but you also have to make sure that you don't stay so focused that you forget everything around you. Like I said, I don't have the time or the energy to, to pour into people that aren't as goal-oriented as me or as driven to have the same like level of friendship and i feel like um me and my best friend were talking about this yesterday ambitious people are drawn to other ambitious people and i tend to like i tend to think that's true everyone in my life is pretty ambitious if they don't have goals they at least have something that they're working toward or if they don't have like big dreams big goals if they're just content with like where they're at now it's important to me that at least they're content you know that they're not unhappy or that they are they just care about other people too you know there are so many people that I'm surrounded by that don't care about anyone but themselves and like the two people that are in their lives like they don't care about they don't have basic empathy and they don't have any sympathy for people that are going through things and I've just stopped caring about people like that I've stopped paying attention to people that act that way and people that are like mean for no reason and people that don't (laughs) I'm like going on it again, but people that don't have the ability to let other people just exist without commentary. Um, there are a lot of people in my life that just comment on every little thing and that gets exhausting. Um, so I've decided that I'm just living my life. I'm living my life filled with gratitude, filled with love. And if that isn't what someone else enjoys, like, that sucks, but it's their life, not mine, and I don't have to involve myself with them. Which leads me to my next point. <laughs> um, there are little pockets of happiness and everything, and I think it was uh, Bridget Lundy-Payne, um, who they play uh, Casey on Atypical, um, they went onto this very, and this little like rant in one of their their interviews on the press tour for Atypical season three, and uh, they were talking about how the little pockets of everything are important, and I sort of took that as the little pockets of like happiness are super important in life, and it's important to like fill your pockets with like means of riches, like rich things in your life. I don't know that doesn't make sense. Like to find things in your life that make you feel rich and to fill the pockets with them, you know, fill them with the gems of your friendship with others and fill them with the gems of things that make you feel good about yourself. Um, it, this whole thing just, it ties heavily into gratitude and it's just so fucking important to find the little pockets of happiness in your life and to grasp onto them with dear life because there are so many things in our lives that aren't going to be things that we want. You know, we're going (laughs) to... This is a little bit negative. Um, But there are going to be a lot of aspects to life that are hard and that we are going to have to deal with either way. And that sucks. And I wish I could say, like, we can just ignore all the bad for the rest of time. But sadly, it's not that easy. And I, I wish I i wish we could (laughs) i wish we could just stick our heads in the sand and not do anything but if we're going to be as ambitious as i'm saying that we are we have to face our fears we have to jump off that ledge we have to deal with potential rejection and that's okay as long as you have the little pockets of happiness and the little things that make you feel alive again and remind you that it's good to hurt it's good to feel it's good to have these things in your life that are going to make you feel better about yourself at the end of the day. Uh, so since I was pretty young, um, probably like mm, 14, 13, maybe since I met my my childhood best friend uh, in like, I think we met in seventh grade. Uh, I was super extroverted. Before I met her, I was pretty introverted. And she brought me out of my shell, which I really, I like will always appreciate that about her. Um, because she was the first person that ever really made me feel like I could be myself. And that I could express my interest without... Not necessarily being shunned, because I was never really like bullied in school, I don't think. If I was, I blacked it out. <laughs> um, but because she she expressed the same interest I did, and it made me feel less alone so it made me more extroverted as a result and she would always introduce me to these people in her life that were like just as outgoing as she was and it was awesome it was a really new experience for me just because i was so shy when i was little and even when i was like in middle or like elementary school i was so shy and i just really like appreciated i will always appreciate that aspect of our friendship um but because of that I loved being around people. You know, it, it fueled me more than it um, drained me. I would, if I was ever upset or if I was ever in a bad mood, I would be like, okay, I should go see this, this, this person, and this person, and they'll make me feel so much better. And usually it's like th- a couple of my best friends, and it makes me feel a lot better for the most part. If I'm upset, I typically don't like being alone. Um, not necessarily because I, I like go into this deep spiral of thoughts, but. I end up like falling asleep <laughs> or I end up thinking, I do end up thinking about it a lot, but it's never so detrimental that it's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to, it's never so detrimental that it's ever like harmful. It's always just like overthinking it and then getting anxious and then getting nervous and then being like, oh, well I should do this impulsive thing. And it's like, no honey, you shouldn't do the impulsive thing. You should just go out with your friends and shut up for like three hours and then go to sleep. <laughs> Um, but what I've found is that in the, in the last few months, like I was saying, I don't, I, like I've said over and over again, actually, uh, that I don't have time for people that don't share the same energy, you know? So not necessarily with my friends, with my best friends, but with other people in my life that weren't necessarily best friends or that were like acquaintances, um, I found that when they want to reach out in the hangout, I'm sort of like, oh, like, it's okay. I'm actually just gonna stay home. Um, before it took me like several months to finish one season of a TV show because I'm always keeping myself so busy with like friends or work or school. And the pockets of happiness that I have are the time that I spend with myself. You know, I I'm always happiest when I'm around my best friends. Um, I have a core group of like four or five friends that are just the best. Like they're so great, and I see them a lot. And whenever I'm around them, I feel so content and so happy. And even with um with my very my very best friend, whenever I see her, I feel like just good. You know, I feel at ease but with like I said with the acquaintances that I experience I just feel like they always want something from me or I feel like I'm not really that invested in the conversation um so I don't feel like pure genuine happiness around those people and in the past few months I've just decided like I would rather not fake that conversation You know, it's not really going to get me anywhere by doing so. It's not going to get me anywhere by pretending like I care more than I do. And I I don't, I would never outright be like, I don't care about what you're saying. I just, I don't care. But I do ease off a bit. I talk a little bit less when I'm around those people. Um, Usually I'm around them in a group um, or like at work or whatever. But I'll... uh, I'll talk a little bit less or I'll like ease off the conversation. Or I, if one of the things that people have started doing that I'm really proud of, um, when someone says something negative to me or someone says something that is talking badly about someone else, instead of responding, I'm just like, Oh, like, wow. Like that's instead of giving a genuine response where typically it just results in me being more negative or me, uh, talking bad about a person that I really have nothing negative to say about instead I'll just be like oh wow like that's crazy like that kind of fake deep response um but because of this it's just so easy for me to stay home and to like convince myself that I'm not actually missing out on anything when my friends go out and to convince myself that FOMO, which is like the fear of missing out, isn't real. You know, when I miss a party that my friends are gonna be at where they all do the same thing every time, I'm not missing out on anything, you know? And I love being around my best friends. Those are the only people that I I wanna be around constantly. Uh, but <laughs> alas, um, the the pockets of happiness come from just staying home for the most part at this point in my life at least um i'm becoming more introverted and i think i was so extroverted when i was in middle school i wasn't extroverted because uh it was easy to talk bad about people you know i was extroverted because i was friends with someone that was great and that shared the same interests as me and I cared a lot about talking about what I was taught like what I was interested in too and then as I got older and as I entered high school it became a lot easier for everyone to just talk bad about everyone else I became a lot more involved in like drama and gossip and like that kind of thing like I loved analyzing someone else's life and it's draining as hell (laughs) uh I talk about like I'll mention other people to my friend like to my close friends to my uh my two best friends um but it's draining when it's people that I don't really care to talk bad about or and it's not even like I talk bad about people to my close friends it's just like I'll mention something they're doing and we'll be like oh and then we'll talk about something completely different like (laughs) I'm I'm making no sense I know I'm making no sense sorry but I just love my friends but I also love being alone. I love being becoming introverted because the more introverted I get, the kinder I feel like I'm becoming because I have less negative things to say. And it just appears that the less negative the the least amount of negative things that I have to say is a direct correlation with me becoming more introverted. Because one of the only reasons I was extroverted was because when I was so loud and so outgoing, it was when I was, like, analyzing other people's lives and talking about other people. And they don't deserve that. It's, It's so much easier to just mind your own business. And it makes you seem shyer. But it's not even like I'm shy. It's just that I'm happy where I'm at. And I'm happy to not talk about everyone and to not talk about how much we hate everything in the world because there's so much good in the world. There's so many great things that there are, that there is to discuss. And I would rather spend all of my energy on things that I love than things that I hate. You know, I just, I spend so much energy doing things and the pockets of my happiness are filled with me doing absolutely nothing. And I know it's like, it's not going to be the same for everyone. But I definitely recommend finding things that make you happy that you can just hold on to. Um, a night filled with just watching TV and not having any responsibility. Like towards anyone else. Like no one pushes the responsibilities that I have onto me. Just a night of doing nothing but watching mind-numbing television is like pure bliss to me. So, those are, that's the the little things you can do for gratitude and the things that you can do to fill the pockets of happiness that are in our lives. But there's two more topics that we're going to go over. So, there are the little things that you can do for others. And this sort of tapped into, I was thinking about it, and it came up when I met my best friend. Um, I was 17 years old, and she was, I think, 19. And before I met her, I had a lot of issues with gratitude. You know, I was almost 18 years old, so I felt all big and tough because I thought I knew everything about the world. And the older that I get, the more I realize, like, I don't know shit. (laughs) Um, And even adults, adults know nothing. Any person that is like, telling you that adults know best they don't <laughs> we know nothing and even like older adults know nothing <laughs> I've, i know adults that like i'm more mature than and i'm a mess so what does that say about them you know uh i was just such a brat when i was like 17. um i was i was oh my god like it's it's weird to think about because i I really am such a different person than I was at 20, than I was at 19, than I was at 18, 17. Like, each year I feel like I evolve and I become this really wonderful person, not to gas myself up, but I become this really wonderful person that I enjoy being. And it wasn't that I didn't enjoy myself when I was that, like, those ages, it's just I realize now that I genuinely enjoy myself it's not just this like it's more of like a conscious choice to love myself rather than to just exist you know I'm making the conscious effort to love all the things in my life and to enjoy them rather than putting up with them and feeling annoyed but not knowing why I felt annoyed in my life you know so anyway (laughs) that's irrelevant to what I was about to say uh When I was 17, I was so against being happy. Like, I was actively trying to make my life harder for myself. I was actively, like, just, not bully, I, I was never a bully. But I would be, like, sarcastic and very rude and very obnoxious about how much I hated the world for no reason. I live, I've always lived a pretty decent life. And I've always had really decent, like really good people, like a really strong core group of friends. I've always had that. And it's not necessarily always the same people, but I've always had a group of friends that have made me feel loved. And I just loved to make my life harder for myself. So it was uh, September of that same year. It was a month before I turned 21. Or sorry. Wow. A month before I turned 18. My bad. Um that I met my best friend and her and I have been friends for like a little bit over three years now um and when we became friends I was just like super taken aback um for the first few months of it because in my lifetime there was never anyone that was like that kind just to be that kind uh and I mean I'm I'm sure I've experienced people that are like kind people <laughs> in my life, but none of them really I never noticed them as much as I noticed uh my best friend. And she she's just like has and always will be the best person that I know. Um and as we get older, the more I realize we like have sort of picked up traits on, like for one another or from yeah, picked up traits from one another and it's awesome. Like I've I started our friendship thinking, like, how can someone be that nice? How can someone like just want something so great for everyone? And the longer that I'm friends with her, the more I realize, like that's what I want for others. Like I want people to be happy. I want lives to be easier for everyone. Just for the sake of like the world's hard and it's it's great to love others and to not really want anything back as a reward or in return for loving them. Um, so the emotionally void part of me at seventeen just like wanted to believe that she was being ingenuine with others. But then as time went on, I just knew that she wasn't. Like, she cared about the happiness of others so much. And it was within that first year of being her friend that I realized what a massive effect it had on others to just simply be kind to them and now like i said her and i've been friends for 3 years now and that doesn't i know that doesn't seem like a long time <laughs> um in the scheme of life that seems like a blip but it's been three of the most important years of my life and my one of my other buddies uh he talks about how i think he says the ages of like 18 to 23 or something like that are the most crucial for your growth um, because before that you don't really know any better and after that you sort of are s- the person that you um, are at 23 is sort of shaping who you're going to be for a while at least um, and that's not to say you can't change yourself and you can't better yourself but it's it tends to become a habit at that point so I'm very very lucky and blessed that my friend, my best friend Um, She's been involved in my life since I was 18, and she's going to be involved in it for much longer, I'm sure. Um, But her and I talk a lot about positivity. We talk a lot about the importance of life and gratitude and like loving the life that you're living. And we also talk a lot about how easy it is to be kind to other people. And I'll admit, like it can be really hard to be a positive person. I know that, it's it can be tough. I, I get it, I like, I sympathize with those that are trying their best, but it can be a lot easier to be a kind person. It doesn't take as much effort, I feel like, to just do simple things. There are some kind things that you can do that literally don't even involve words. So if it's a matter of like, oh, I'm too nervous to compliment this person, like you don't have to do that in order to be kind, in order to be a good person. Um, it isn't hard to do one nice thing a day for someone. And it's also not hard to do 10 or 15 things a day. And that's where that's where it all like begins is if you increase the amount of nice things that you're doing for someone a day, then you're increasing the amount of positive interactions you've had with someone that can honestly alter how you feel about yourself, alter how you how you make other people feel. It's it's crazy what doing those things will do for others, and this is just where the little things aspect of it comes in, where you do ten or fifteen things a day uh, for other people, and they can be the tiniest things. You know, you hold a door open for someone, you tell someone they look pretty, you offer to—I don't even know—like you pick up trash off the side of the like off of a, a parking lot. Um, if you see it, you offer to pay for the car behind you. Like that's a little bit of a bigger thing, but you make sure that all the lights are turned off before you leave the house. Um, you, I don't know, like just the littlest, littlest, littlest things. You make sure that everyone in your, like in the car with you and your friends is buckled up. You offer to take someone home, you offer someone gas money if they take you somewhere, like the smallest things. And they can be repeat actions. I know I just like, I listed those off the top of my head. So there's not many that I listed, but any small act of kindness is a massive one as it continues to build and grow. And if you do these kind things and you form a habit of it, it's so much It just makes you a much better person all around i feel like and if you do things like like i said earlier where if my friends are talking bad or yeah my acquaintances my friends are talking bad about other people i just don't react and i'm like oh like that's it's not necessarily great because you're not telling them to stop but it's better than contributing and i think that's sort of a a mini good deed and you know, I don't know there's just so many things you can do and it doesn't have to be difficult being kind does not have to be hard being kind doesn't have to feel like the end of the world for you you know and the smaller the thing that you do for someone is the more those things accumulate and like i said like I'm not saying that you should keep count and stop being nice once you hit your quota of kindness for the day, once you hit those 10 or 15 things. If you do them all at like 8am and you do like 10 kind things from 8 to 9 and then you're like, okay, cool. I can be a shitty person again. Like that's not how life works. You have to constantly be thinking about what you're throwing out there into the world. And the more that you regulate kindness and positivity in your everyday life, the more natural it becomes. No, the easier it is for you to tell someone that they look pretty the easier it is for you to not care when you're not care about what other people are saying um, when you are like holding the door open for someone or when you're not that anyone's gonna say anything about that but if you're just doing something like kind and your friends are like come on like hurry up like it's so much easier to not give a shit about what they're saying if you just keep doing good things And if your friends are talking shit about you doing nice things, then like they're not really good friends, but that's a different topic for a different day. Lastly, (laughs) the little things that you do for yourself are crucial. So crucial. And I I talk about what you can do for others a lot. You know, I feel like it's important to toss something out into the world without any expectation of getting it back. You know, I talked a while ago about how I think that karma is real and how I think that the more good you put into the world, the more you're going to get back, like eventually, like all that stuff. I believe that karma is real. I believe that the universe is out there trying to tell us something. I believe that God is out there trying to help us. You know, I believe in all of that stuff and I believe heavily in it and that might make you sound like a a crazy person. I don't know. Maybe. Um, But the less that you expect the world to give you something back, the better off you're gonna be, you know? I don't, those people that, (laughs) me and my best friend talk about this a lot too, those people that do good things, right? And then they'll talk about how good of a thing that they just did. It's, they're not, it, it cancels out, you know? You might've still done that good thing, but if you did that good thing and then you only did it just so you could talk about how good of a person you are, you're not that great of a person. And that's just, that's the tea. <laughs> um, so where you get it back, for the most part, other than karma and things like that, is by doing small things for yourself as well. You know, you shouldn't expect other people to do the small things for you. But if you do them for yourself, then it's a complete game changer. Um, I was watching this epic, just like such a good uh it was a coffee talk uh, by Kaylin Nicholson. And coffee talks are essentially where she, uh, it's like a podcast almost. Um, she just sits there and she'll drink coffee, like she'll drink her coffee and she'll just talk about what's on her mind. And uh, this one in particular was called How to Be Your Most or Your Authentic Self. And she discusses a lot of different ways that we wear masks around other people. And I think that the more that you envision, the version of yourself that you want to be, and do the little things to push that objective for yourself, the closer you are going to be to being that person. And a lot of what we do is choices made by us. Um, my, I, I referenced so many people and I referenced so many things, but uh, my sister and I were talking the other day, and she mentioned this, uh, like, post this, like, quote or something that she saw on. Uh, it was probably Facebook, but she talked about how the only objective getting in your way is yourself. The only obstacle that you have is yourself, and the the way you eat, the things you spend your time doing, the the things that you like come out of your mouth that you say, the the actions that you like that unfold in front of you—they're all an accumulation of a choice that you make every day, every moment, you make choices for yourself. And why would you want to spend your time not being the best version of yourself? Like not doing nice things, not caring about other people as heavily as you should, and just not throwing something out into the universe. Because like, what are you doing then if you're not putting something out there for the universe to grab onto and be like, okay, cool. They did this epic thing for someone. These epic 10 tiny things that accumulated into one epic cosmic proportion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just keep pushing yourself. Other than that, though, like just doing tiny things for yourself to like, like I mentioned before, filling the pockets of happiness is so important. Watching TV, skipping the gym because you felt like shit that day, writing something that you might not think is great, uh, but it probably is. <laughs> Missing one the one class that you hate just one time. Canceling plans because you'd rather be alone. None of these things are bad. Even if we can trick our brains into thinking that they are wasting our time. You know, we trick our brains into thinking that if we're not doing something that's contributing to our ambition and to contributing to our goals, then it's a waste of time. And there's so much like there's so much time out there. And I know I said that time passes by fast and it kind of does low key. Uh, But there's enough time in the universe that we should spend one night doing nothing if that's what we want to do. As long as we don't fall into the habit of it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. When we're surrounded by a world just filled with things that we have to do, we're all the more deserving of spending a little bit of time just focusing on ourselves and doing nothing for like one night. Just having the guiltiest amount of fun by just existing and spending our whole day being lazy. Like that's something little that you can do for yourself. Just give yourself a day of existing without holding yourself accountable for any responsibilities that people might push on to you. It feels so good. <laughs> um, Fridays are usually my day uh, that I just kind of do nothing, um, and it Fridays have started becoming like podcast day. But I love it. Like I I love doing this, and I love I, It's not like I'm a part of something because I produce it myself and I do it all. I write out my like layouts myself, and I I record myself rambling, you know, but this is my way of having a hobby without feeling like uh, I don't know how to explain it like I'm still contributing something to the to the universe and contributing something to the world without it being major without it's not like I'm trying to get the, the Nobel Peace Prize or anything I'm just making a podcast where I talk about whatever's on my mind and I love it <laughs> I love that once I do this for the day I have the whole rest of the day to do nothing. It's so good. It feels so good. It feel, It makes me so happy to know I can just breathe after this is done. And even when I'm doing this, I feel calm and I feel content because this is a choice that I'm making. It's a consistent choice that I'm. I'm sitting here, like I'm sitting here writing a layout and I'm sitting here recording and I'm doing it all for myself. And it feels so good to have something for myself that I'm doing that's not something other people expect of me. It's just something I want to do. And it's so cool, oh, I love it. <laughs> so to wrap this all up, just loving yourself feels impossible sometimes. And I know that. And I know that it can be hard to love yourself. It can be hard to care about yourself. It's, it's difficult sometimes. But hopefully, by accumulating a lot of little things for yourself and for others and just thinking about how grateful you are for the little things and finding the little pockets of happiness, like I've mentioned a million times in this podcast, we're gonna be a step closer to loving ourselves. And I, I hope everyone finds the the happiness that they're looking for. If it's not today, if it's not within the next week or month or a year, hopefully in your lifetime, you feel content and you feel, Just glad to be alive. So I hope everyone has a great weekend and an even better week. I will see you all next Friday for week three of the month of gratitude. Bye.